Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip McCord. I'm so glad you are here. Hey, I've got another clip, uh, audio clip. This podcast, it's a special podcast. It's from one of my live video broadcasts, but it was so great because I had so many awesome questions, interesting questions. I hope you find them interesting during this podcast from YouTube and Facebook coming at me from both angles. So I hope you enjoyed this special podcast. I know you'll benefit by the great questions that were asked. Also, join me. Join me on Facebook at Skip LaCour page. Join me on YouTube at Skip LaCour. I'm doing one and two videos every single day. It's all specifically designed for older men. I know you'll enjoy these if you love this podcast, and you'll get them on a more frequent basis. So enjoy this podcast and give me your feedback. here. Uh, hello, David. Good to have you here, David. Good talking to you here. Good having you here. Hope you're doing well. Over on Facebook, David. Great seeing you. Uh, Ryan. Uh, Skip, if you had to pick one supplement to take, and that's the only one you can take, what would it be? Uh, probably creatine monohydrate. Probably creatine monohydrate. That would be the one that I could take. Uh, David, uh, uh, very interesting answers. Thank you. Um, you know, I don't watch a lot of uh, videos. Uh, I'm glad you're finding value. What is it that's interesting about my answers? This is 31 years of experience pushing it. You know, I was that passion, passion, competitive bodybuilder, six-time national champion. Now I'm 17 removed, uh, 17 years removed. Like I said, I'm 58 years old. Uh, you know, I found not because I'm lazy. I mean, here I am with you on this Sunday night, uh, just I mean, we've been on here for 54 minutes. It, it, it feels like uh, four or five minutes to me, right? I'm not afraid of hard work. <laughs> I, I think you can see that ever since you know I retired. It's just that I had to get efficient with how I do this. I couldn't overdo it. And a lot of men, they, they, they can't do that. They don't want to do that. And maybe they're a couple of years in training. That's why I'm the coach for them, for older men, effective and efficient, the, the proper allocation of willpower, uh, focus, energy, and time. So is it different that way? Is it different that you're hearing it from a 58-year-old man, all right, as opposed to a 25-year-old or 30-year-old? Because we look at life differently. And is it, you know, my simplification of it that's different, where most of what you see is really hardcore? I'm just curious, how, is, uh, how are these, inter- these uh, uh, answers interesting? I, you know, I want your, want your feedback. I'm just being me, and I, I'm, I hope you appreciate that, right? Uh, so Kevin says, I totally did all of those things uh, too at the time, haha. But after years, I have passed and uh, have passed. I've learned I could have chilled out, you know, quite a bit. 
and got similar results. You know, it's one of those things, you know, you know, part of succeeding at the highest level is a mental process. And, you know, I don't know, I can't go back in time anyway, but, you know, if, if I had to go back in time, you know, would I have, I, you know, I don't know, because, you know, the mental part is, is so important to that. You know, I would have hate to lighten up. I knew it was this route, but I took this route, and then I came in second place. You know, you don't do all that work. You think about it incessantly, right? You, especially, you know, after you win the first national champion, you want to repeat and repeat and repeat. It's everything. You, you put across, you know, so much uh, from your life to be that champion. You know, do, you know, you do that anyway, even if you're a really strict thing. Oh, could I look better? Did I leave it all on the floor? And come home in second place. I, I came here for the last, you know, six months thinking I'd be the overall winner. You know, I don't know if you would want to know that I took too many shortcuts. I think we kind of all think that way anyway, right? Like when the, the contest uh, doesn't turn out the uh, way that we want, right? So I don't know. It's, it's a mental process. Sometimes uh, wanting, uh, you know, uh, to leave it all on the floor, it's comforting, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> so Miguel says, hello, hello, hello. Skip, you are amazing, and thank you uh, for sharing so much info. You're, you're welcome, and I appreciate uh, you appreciating uh, my efforts, right, and being so positive. Well, thank you so much, Miguel. Being positive is, is just like exercise. Uh, you know, it's a skill set that you develop over time to reframe, to refocus, to look for the positive, think long-term. You know, it's a skill because I have challenges just like in life, just like you do. Right. It's how we look at them, first of all, how, we, again, we frame them in our mind. And then, you know, when they're framed in our mind, we'll be more likely to take the, act, the right actions, all right, to get out of it. All right. So Bar says, Skip LaCour, I just want to thank you uh, for your, the time you take out of your day and coming out uh, live to answer our questions. Uh, and I really appreciate this uh, from my heart. God bless you and your family. Well, thank you so much. And I tell you, um, I really uh, love the addition uh, of YouTube, um, you know, putting on these live broadcasts. It's always a crapshoot, like what kind of questions, what kind of participation. You know, in my mind, I'm trying to frame that, uh, you know, you just keep on being persistent and, uh, you know, people will see the value, all right, and it'll all be reciprocated. Uh, but there's no guarantee that that's true. And a lot of times, you know, especially like in the fitness world, if what you do, I don't care what's in your heart or how much you know or how great your body is, if it doesn't click, there's this certain chemistry, there's this certain charisma, there's this certain you know mix of ingredients that if you don't have it quite right, it doesn't matter what you know, what's in your heart, how great your body is, it's not going to click. So continue doing the same things, even if it comes out of a good place in your heart. If it doesn't click, if it doesn't grow, there's got to be a time where you quit and think of something different, right? And I'm constantly doing that. Yeah, I, as you can tell, I love doing this. Got a lot to share. But if you guys don't show up, you know, you want to see more movement and more muscles. And, and I, that's the thing on this end, especially this is how I make my living, right? It's, it's not just from the information. There's this combination. And that, that's been a journey within a journey uh, besides all the fitness. You know, like one, one thing, you know, that at least at this time, again, and just because it works and you guys like it doesn't mean it's going to work forever, right? And so for a while, you guys really like, you know, 
the, the cardio university. All right. And, you know, worked out well. We could talk while I'm doing cardio. It made it kind of unique. Uh, but that wasn't growing. And so I had to say, well, I'm not just going to do the same thing. And then so then I started working out. And then I started working out and talking. So you could see visuals. I'm sweating. I'm huffing and puffing, not trying to, you know, blow so hard into the microphone, trying to think of what I'm trying to say, you know, uh, try to count the reps at the same time. Don't count those reps with me because sometimes I get in a roll and I got a great message for it. I don't know if I did 15 or 17 or 13. So don't count the reps, right? Sometimes I'm faking it as I go. <laughs> but because uh, really it's the message that I want. And that seems to re resonate really well. It seems to really resonate. The only thing, though, is that it does, you know, setting up the cameras, doing it early in the morning. I got to make sure I'm in the right mental state because physically I got to do it right. I got to do the, the workout. It's 15, you know, tough minutes again. Uh, right. Uh, and then I got to be camera present and I got to have something to say to pull it off that show. So my mental state is more important. So. Uh, but thank you so much. Uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate you appreciating that effort. Like I said, it kind of was a kind of a cool thing, uh, you know, talking to my client and he was, how do you do that? I thought, yeah, I guess I do do that. Right. Uh, so David says, uh, you say that every bodybuilder, I don't, let me just stop here. I don't even know what the sentence is. Every bodybuilder doesn't do anything. So uh, <laughs> you say that every bodybuilder has gone through some sort of trauma that, I'm not going to say a blanket statement like that. Uh, if it's not a, a too personal question, um, uh, what, if anything, was the trauma uh, that uh, jolted you towards bodybuilding? You know, that's a great question. Now, you know, I'll tell you something is that I don't know if you've been with me a long time. I wrote pretty much a good 80-page book, and it was called... Uh, uh, it's a matter of trust, confessions of a recovering bodybuilder. And I, I still have it on my site, but that's who I used to be. You know, life is just your perception of what's going on. What you believe to be true is true for you. I'm no longer that bodybuilder. I no longer tell myself the same stories. My past, I'm not, it doesn't, I put a different meaning. That's who I used to be, right? Right now, I've got a family. I've got young children. I've got you. I'm and I'm, I, I rearranged the events of my life to empower me for who I am now. Uh, but that's a great question. You know, look, I've had challenges in my life. Um, again, it's, it's not really what life is. It's how you perceive it. A lot of times when it's young, I wasn't bullied. Um, but, you know, um, let's just say that it had uh, my, my father wasn't around, uh, stepfather, you know, how he took around, you know, uh, moving when I was very young. Um, Two parents that worked all the time have traumatic things like uh, fires, you know, in our house, went home alone, uh, latchkey kid. Um, a lot of things that I saw, you know, I had to depend on myself. All right. Um, home robberies. You know, I mean, just think about if you're a kid and your house gets robbed. Right. I mean, what kind of effect does that have? Like when are you going to walk in your house? Robbed. Right. That happened a couple of times. All right. Um, there's a lot of things like that formed where you don't really trust the world. Right. But that's just normal to you. And when you have that uh, type of mentality, it can serve you. You can, you can focus, you can detach, you don't depend on people, but it's going to come up and bite you in the ass later on because you want the best things in life. You have to be trusting. 
And I can't say every bodybuilder has anything. I would never make that statement. And even if it was true, a lot of guys aren't even conscious of it. You know, I'll talk to guys and they'll say, well, whether it's just, they will even tell you that they have trust issues. I see it. I see it all the time on social media. If you really look at your stars, I'll just, you know, give you another lens to look at them. Think about how many of them are single and older with no children or responsibility. How many are there? All right. Um, How many will talk about how they're bullied? Uh, They talk, they, they get really involved in the haters. Here they are at the top of the world. And, and they're talking like the haters, like, what are you worried about that? This guy's 20 years old. What about all these guys who adore you? Right? Something triggers them and they can't help but focus on that. And they'll be the first one to tell you they were massively bullied. Uh, they had a you know, breakup, divorce. Uh, you know, even if things are going well for them and they'll say, I, no, I, my parents stayed together and I was loving and everything. And then I find out something like they moved like, you know, 18 times between uh, kindergarten and the sixth grade. And I'll say to him, I go, tell me the last time, tell me the last friend you had, what grade it was and who he was when you knew you had to go to a new school. You knew when you said goodbye to that friend that you would never get close to somebody again. And they'll absolutely know it was Billy in the second grade. That's trauma, my friends. Okay, a lot of us, and again, and it's not just, you know, body, but it's anything. I see that type of, and we become black and white thinkers, and we want the world to be in our black and white. And I'll tell you, the world isn't black and white. We may think we're structured and disciplined. You'll get so far, and you'll run into a hole. You you just will. All right, and, you know, there was a time where I, I wanted to help bodybuilders break through to get to this other side. There's a lot of guys who were like me when I was bodybuilders. They're competitive. And they were 25, 35, uh, and they went through the journey, and they could relate to a lot of things. And then, you know, the Internet emerged. But then they saw me retire and grow and change and have a family. And the one thing they would say is that, you know what, because they're negative, right? And they would say that, you know, all these guys are married because they can't, they're not married. uh, They can't get that connection. And it's always whatever, whatever the reasons, women this, marriage that, or whatever. But they want it still, but they just can't connect. And they would say things to me like, you know what? I can tell all these people are faking. They're not happy in their relationships or whatever. They're not. But you, I can tell you're happy. And again, you know, when I was on the Internet, there wasn't such social media when I was a bodybuilder. So you couldn't see how miserable my life was behind the scenes, all right? How lonely it was. I, I talked about it in that book, "To Matter of Trust Confessions of a Recovering Bodybuilder," and uh, yeah, and uh, and so they saw the growth. And I, I've coached a lot of guys, get them straight on what that trust means. And we do the life coaching part, and so we have the connection because they admired. We had the report. They followed me for years. And they would come to me for life coaching. And I'll tell you, I've helped so many men break through to understand they're, they're married and they have children. Because when you understand, because right now a lot of guys are blind to it. They don't understand how this is hurting them. They, they, they don't. And, you know, it doesn't take long how I explain it, that it kind of just helps them break free. And when you get, you, you still got to go through the journey because like when you get in relationships, you know, it's kind of like, you know, all of us can be in a relationship and expect the best and trust or whatever. 
um, when it's distant or it's the beginning of a relationship. But when it gets tight and the pressure's on and you get triggered by that past girlfriend or, you know, the, the abandonment of your father or this or that or whatever, bullying or whatever, when it gets close, it's like the difference between uh, you're, you're a hitter, right, in sports. You're a great hitter, right? You're very skilled. But to, uh, to be two runs ahead in the first game of the season is massively different than with two outs in the bottom of the night, bases, bases loaded, you're down by two. And if you strike out, you lose. You can be the same athlete, same talent level and skill, but that's where the mindset comes in. See, guys who trust, they don't understand that they don't trust because they have references of a client, of this or that, get, they get along well. But that doesn't count. When it's intimacy, that deal, that really matters, all right? That business, all right? That you, a lot is riding on it. Uh, that relationship where that woman can divorce you and take your kids or whatever, and you got references of the past, right? That's like batting in the ninth inning. And I don't care what you did over there. It's a whole different body. And that's what that separates a champion in uh, sports. And that's what separate, separates a champion life. So there's a lot of men, they have no idea how these trust issues are affecting them. I mean, they're blurting out on the internet how they don't trust people. Oh, this guy lacks integrity. This guy lacks integrity. And then, you know, then they'll talk about how they were bullied as a kid. And, and they're talking about it like it happened yesterday and they're 50 years old. They don't even understand that they're traumatized. They don't have no idea how this is affecting their future. And like I said, I really enjoyed working with men to help them break through it. I tell you, I'm just curious. You might find this interesting. This is what I'm really passionate about along with the fitness. But now when you think about it, look at your favorite fitness stars or your body was. Don't they pretty much tell you, they may not piece it all together and it's impact because they don't think there's an impact. But don't they pretty much tell you when they give it, you get on social media, they pretty much tell you their life. They don't think it adds up to that. They don't think it's impacting you, but they pretty much told you exactly what I told themselves. I'm not doing some uh, psychiatric evaluation. I'm not climbing in mind. They tell you all this stuff. All right. You guys find that, is that interesting at all? <laughs> you can tell I'm passionate about a lot of things, right? Let's see here. Uh, William, hello, hello, hello. Man, we're going a long time here. I'm going to have to split this up because uh, Instagram has got to see this. This is a good show. You guys are asking great questions here. Okay, let's see here. Um, I want to make sure I get everybody here. Uh, so let's say, okay, so... So anyway, kind of review that question, Dave. You say that every bodybuilder, and I don't say every bodybuilder, even if I did believe it, you know, what I believe doesn't matter. It's what he believes or doesn't believe, has gone through some sort of trauma before. And again, I'm not telling you they've gone through trauma. They tell you that they've gone through trauma. They just don't know how it's affecting their life, right? Um, and so I, I hope that, uh, you know, get a little glimpse, you know, into me. And I'll tell you, it, it takes an understanding. One thing that, too, is that, you know, if you know a lot about my background, I've been obsessed with personal development actually six years longer than I've been a bodybuilder. So, you know, I was primed for all this. I can tell you this, that dedication and that quote unquote success in bodybuilding, anytime you have addiction, all right, anytime you go to something and you're just awesome at it. Now, it's better than 
drugs or alcohol. Uh, that addiction is better than pornography or gambling, you know. But health, if you, if it's your escape, all right, and it's your go-to thing and it's starting to affect your life, whether you realize not short-term, long-term, then it's an addiction. And a lot of people, addiction, yeah, I'm addicted. It's a good thing. Obsession is what uh, lazy people call dedication or whatever they say, right? But the longer you're in a dedication, so the longer my career went from 27 to 41 and everything that I accomplished, you don't grow emotionally when you're addicted. You don't. It's like when you're done with it, then you start going on a different journey. It's like you're 28 years old. And that's true with any addiction. Just a lot of guys don't think fitness is, is an addiction. You know, and again, I'm anti overdoing it. All right. Look great. Feel great. I found a way through 17 years to do what I must and not do what I don't have to do. But I, I hope that, that that's helpful or interesting. One of the two. Uh, the best part of your advice is that fact that it's coming from a person with 30 years of experience uh, and more of a bang uh, for your buck approach rather than coming from someone who's read a few books. Yeah, in addition to reading a few books, because there's all that nuance and subtlety that may be technically right in a book, and they push that, all right, but it's not practical. But also, I think on the other extreme, I think what I do is I tone down the extreme identity-based uh, strategies that are more emotional, more in that addiction, that work for them and the people who are willing to put in that much effort, but aren't needed. All right, I think I'm a trusted source. I accomplished all that. I was been all that. I look this way now. I explain it, what you have to do, but also what you don't have to do. I think that's what uh, differentiates me. So David says, uh, well, answer your question why it was interesting. And I will say because it goes back uh, to your roots into bodybuilding and what similarities, if any, we share. So you probably can identify with a lot with my story. Uh, right, David? I, I think that's what you're saying. And let me just tell you, brother, I've met so many men around the world. And I kind of, I shared that, is that they've seen me grown and they're still back there. And they come to me for coaching. I mean, if there's anything, anything I say to you guys, I don't care, YouTube, Facebook, I don't care where you are on the journey. If you're attracted to this message, we are probably more alike than you might think. I can't tell you, when guys come to me for coaching, we just start talking. We just can relate to each other. I think that draws us to fitness. There's a lot of things. And, uh, you know, mastery. I talk to a lot of guys who have mastered their business. My thing might have been bodybuilding, but their thing was business. But guess what? It leaves the same holes on this and our journey. It's this part. And I might be a little ahead on their journey uh, than they are. And that's where that 36 years of personal development, working with the masters like Tony Robbins, Marshall Silver, taking me you know, under their wing and traveling around. And, and, and then all the dozens of hours, like every week that I talk, I got this stuff down and I can help you. If there's something that I said, you want to look great, feel great, but you're ready. Most men, they do. After we talk about the fitness, we go on the other journey because they want more in life. They just don't know how to do it. And for, through these conversations, you can tell, I know how you're feeling. I've been through it. And uh, I have worked through and I, it's a continual process, too. So I have that humility to continue working. But if you can see, a lot of guys, uh, you know, I, I was on the Internet back in 1998. I was the first guy to uh, 
go through uh, uh, daily journal uh, for the Mr. Universe contest back then. So I've always been public writing. I would make videos, very crude. I, I knew how to make websites. Uh, and those guys can, I, this is a whole different person. Even though I was 41, this is a lot of growth uh, to get more out of life in these last 17 years. So a lot of guys, a lot of similar backgrounds as me. We gravitate for fitness for the same thing and all the great stuff we connect and all the challenges. Uh, you know, if you need some insight to help you through, um, maybe through this conversation, you can tell that I know what you need to do and I know what you need to reframe. And I know the challenges that may, you may be uh, suffering. And especially when you're older, when you're older, we got to get it down. All right. Because uh, we got to get it down <laughs> right now. We got to live with that sense of urgency. If not now, when? Uh, so David says, plus Dorian shared a similar mindset going into competition as you did, knowing uh, it wasn't possible for someone to work harder than he did. Uh, I remember reading about how Vince Taylor started late. Yeah, that's one thing about, you know, Dorian. It's like I said, um, you know, he's always, he always carried himself as more of a statesman. He was back in those golden 90 age and, you know, like the great, if it was social media back then, there's all those personalities like back in Gold's Venice, like Sean Ray, uh, Chris Cromier, uh, um, Flex Wheeler, right? That that whole like Craig Titus, King Kamali, right? Those guys, you know, if there was internet around, they shook it up and made it entertaining. And, and Dorian Yates was not only the champion, but he carried himself like above all that, like a statesman. I was very interested because it goes along with what I talked about with this whole bodybuilding thing is that uh, if you look on the Joe Rogan podcast, I don't, podcast, I don't know if he's done it once or twice, but I think this is the first one. It could be three, maybe even four years ago. And if you go to that Joe Rogan, Dorian Yates podcast, and I think it's two minutes and 16 seconds in, all right? He'll talk about he couldn't count on his parents. He couldn't count on his friends. He hated team sports. He hated depending on anybody for his success. Two minutes and 16 seconds. So a stately, respected champion, same as all of us. All right. You know, so, uh, yeah. So uh, Kevin says, I was bullied for being shorter than everyone else and introverted growing up. Uh, between that and my parents' divorce, you know, um, I had a lot of inner rage that I effectively used when I got into bodybuilding. Yeah. It's a similar story. What, what it is, um, Kevin is that uh, we learn to detach. It's what I call we're a self-soother. Um, you know, maybe you had this thing, like you would always talk away, you had your safe spot, you know, where you listen to music or read, and you were more comfortable detaching during times of angst or uncertainty rather than connecting. See more, and again, there's healthy, not healthy, there's a big range, but you know, a lot of, um, a, a, a lot uh, of us, uh, we have to disconnect and we have to work it out ourselves. And then when we feel whole again, then we're ready to connect and see that seems normal to us. All right. But I'll tell you how it works for more healthy people. And then, you know, if you, when you get over this, right, you're going to want to, you're going to understand that's not good for you or for the relationship to be able to come and go when you handle stress. All right. Because what happens is, um, the other person is either letting you go and then they're taking on the chin, right, where they want to connect, but they let you go. 
And then when you're whole again or whatever, when you come back in, they resent you, that they have to wait for you, that you get to control the frame when you can be close and when you can't close. So even like, and you, maybe you've had this before with relationships, is now you're, okay, I'm ready to uh, connect, <laughs> right? And then they're resentful. Like, they'll do anything not to connect. Well, I'm acting the way you wanted me to do. Why are you acting? Because they resent you because they have to go by your um, your timetable based on things that you don't even realize, right? So it's just not a healthy way to go. More healthy people in times of angst or uncertainty, they connect. They don't detach, right? And so, and again, so a lot of times you meet somebody who lets you detach, and then it's just this cat and mouse game, right? <laughs> It never hits off. But anyway, I hope that's that's helpful. But it, again, it's that self-soother mentality that seems so normal. Yeah, that's the way we just handle any times of banks and challenges. And there's that with all relationships. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's what we go through, and it's just normal to us. But it doesn't work in real life for those reasons. I, I hope I hope this is helpful. I, I hope that's bringing some clarity. Uh, machines versus free weights as you're getting older, is it safer uh, to use machines more than free weights? Certainly, uh, William, um, you can do a great job of overloading the muscle uh, with the machines. These machines are very sophisticated nowadays, especially for, you know, what we're trying to do. All right. Now, again, if you have the skill level, but it does take a certain skill level with the free weights and machines, especially if you're starting off late, this is a skill set just like everybody else. Uh, there's going to be more of a chance of injury, but more than that, you know, actually hitting the muscle. Again, it's a skill, just like anything else. It takes time. I think the machines are great. They can overload the muscle. That's all what you're trying to do, and you got to watch that diet anyway. So uh, um, I am a big proponent, especially for older, and, you know, you've been doing this for a couple of years uh, uh, to, uh, to do it, um, to use the free weights and feel good about it. Uh, Jason says, hi, Skip. Uh, idle. <laughs> What's your input on red light therapy? Heard some in, very good things. Uh, thanks from Hawaii. You know, I don't really know much about this red light therapy. I gotta, I'm got i going to have to look that up because someone asked me about that uh, last night. And I, you know, I don't try to BS if I don't know. I don't know what people are talking about. I don't, I don't fake it, right? So I know nothing about red light therapy, but I will take a look at it, right? Unless this is, yeah, so anyway. So uh, David says, uh, uh, sorry I messed up that last message and apologize I misspoke. I didn't mean to accuse you of a blanket statement. No, no, that's cool. Um, I just know there's a lot of blanket statements on the internet and people are, are careless and they make it black or white. You know, as a coach, as someone who really cares and I don't know you care, I, it's very important if someone if they have a level of respect Maybe they respect me because of muscles. I don't implant suggestions in anybody's mind because if they accept it to be true, because I said it because I've got big muscles and I help them, you know, figure out a training routine or a diet, I'm going to be a disservice. So I, I just tell you my experience. I'm not a psychologist. I can't get into someone's mind. It, is, it doesn't even matter if I'm 100% right. It's just objectivity and perspective. If it helps you, it just, just gives you one more option to look at the world. And if it serves you, use it. If don't, throw it away. I, I'm not attached to anything except for helping guys be happy. All right. But, uh, yeah, so that's why I just wanted to clear that up. So Kevin says, getting into uh, metal, picking up a guitar and training is where my self-improvement avenues 
and they have helped me uh, take the negativity uh, and uh, turn it right around. Well, what are you doing? I mean, how's the rest of life, right? So you went from bodybuilding to metal, right? You know, all that achievement, right? Um, how about the bigger picture? Or did you trade? Well, you know, you know that's one thing I was careful because when you get addicted to something, whether you call it an addiction or not, it's this rush. It's this sense of control. And it's very important that you don't just replace one for another. That's what happens. Black and white thinkers, part of this, they just go one for another. And until they find that other thing, life is missing. And that was a kind of an adjustment that I had to make. But what I did is I turned it into life. It's like how I live my life, that structure, that passion, right? Becoming better on camera, becoming a better coach, uh, learning, you know, how to become the Tony Robbins, Jack Lane while I'm doing the 15 by 15. I'm going to be addicted to something. I always say, you know, choose your addiction before it chooses you. Because especially if you're that personality, you got to have that rush. You got to have that game. You got to have that sense of control. But I just, instead of something short term like a plastic trophy and pictures and, and, and a championship and muscles like I did before, right? You got to do that with your entire life. It's, it's like, uh, you know, my, my legacy, uh, my kids, uh, their education, how I mold them as children, how I make sure that they feel loved where maybe, you know, I was working things out, right? And you have this big goal that's like a championship, like a, a trophy, but it's, it has 10 times more depth. It's well thought out. It doesn't leave you in a hole as far as you know. And you live your entire life like a contest. So you have that structure and that game and that up and down, the win and loss. It makes contest preparation so exciting. So it says, I remember reading about Vince Taylor starting bodybuilding late. And I found that inspiring too. Awesome. Um, uh, so David says, those Joe Rogan uh, interviews with Doran are brilliant. So David says, great insights. Well, thank you so much, David. I uh, found that interesting. I, you know, I tell you, I really appreciate YouTube. Uh, you guys kind of get in the mix because uh, it's been like three nights. And again, I kind of turn on, no, I'm not, no one expecting. I'm really, if you, if you have been watching my videos over the years, is that uh, I love the one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? Because, you know, when I turn on the camera and I usually do all this stuff myself, I have to set up the cameras and make sure the sound and the lighting, I do all the technical things, I do all the editing. So I'm working on that part of my brain. And then I got to think about my presentation. And then when I have an imaginary person who's asking me an imaginary question, you know, I do my best. But it's a lot different than in real time, you guys ask me. I, I'm just totally different. And uh, there's some great questions uh, here, and I really appreciate this. I, I want to do this more often. I'll spend whatever time. It's been an hour and 26 minutes, so <laughs> right? I'm going to have to uh, uh, cut this and save some for tomorrow night, right? Uh, so uh, William says, uh, great insight on what's going on in some minds and experiences that uh, some of us have gone through. Dr. Skip in the house. Keep it going. Hey, um, if you guys, uh, <laughs> Dr. Skip in the house, Keep it going, bro. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you so much, William. If you guys, if anything I said resonate with you, if you think I know a lot about building muscle and losing body fat, this is what I'm most passionate about. Reach out to me. Uh, send me a text, 925-352-4366. Like I said, you know, I've kind of gotten away from the trust issue thing, and i kind of gone into, you know, helping, you know, businessmen at this stage of their life, 
you know, they're new to fitness, but they're just as determined, right? That's what I kind of specialize into. But, you know, if you're ready to kind of put your trust in me, see, I don't, you know, when I talk about, you know, this trust and this black and white, I know what you need. I sort of can empathize, but it's like a double-edged sword. If you don't trust, then you're not going to, I'm not going to be able to penetrate you. And here's the thing about trust. The person's, if you have trust issues, you think about it, the person is never out of the woods. You never feel safe. It's a continual, it's really taxing on the other person. And it's really taxing on a coach. I know I can change your life, but it's, it, it's, it's touchy all the time. All right. And usually if you don't trust, you don't have a lot of money to pay me. <laughs> right. And if you don't trust, even if you have the money, you're not willing to trust, even though I could change your life. So because that it's really, even though I could change guys' lives, it's just not a, great business uh, avenue, right? You know, like I said, it helps a lot of guys find love and, and marriage and things like that, but it's very taxing. Uh, if you don't trust, you can't pay and you don't want to pay and you always sit back, well, prove to me you can make my life better. Dude, you got to make that decision. You got to trust. You got to expect the best and then you go on a journey. So it's a very touchy, very rewarding, all right? But uh so I really, but if, if you, if you're ready, if this sounds interesting, if you've got to make changes in your life, reach out to me. All right. Uh, so uh, David says, uh, how much protein do you think is necessary for increasing muscle, maintaining muscle at 50 or 60? Do you base it on that percentage? You know, you don't really need as much protein as a lot of the fitness things say. All right. I, and I don't think that it's like you got to hit the, bullseye exactly right you can be off but it's less than you probably think and certainly a lot less now remember something a lot of the fitness information they deal with what's optimal in training studies with high performance athletes who want to maximize muscle mass and this is the exact amount is always overdoing it right you don't need to do all that uh so david says uh all good no worries on the question i know it's like oh no did i answer that question let's see Percentage of total calories, uh, sorry. You know, um, yeah, you know, I would get, just put basic protein requirements for your size. You can look it up and I would go, you, you'll always find a high end and a lower one. I just pick the middle one. You don't have to go extreme. You'll find that that'll work. I mean, the protein, I, I don't even want to talk about it, but you know, uh, you know uh, he, uh, some of you guys uh, would know like Kevin, how much protein I ate from the whey protein to the meal replacements to the chicken breast, um, you know, yeah, just for health. So ju just, you can do a Google, Google search, the moderate amount that it says, and, uh, you know, on your height and weight and feel comfortable with that. Again, here's the one thing is when you hear about the, all these optimal strategies, everybody looks in the mirror. I don't care how long they've been training, how old they are. Everybody, uh, they wonder, can I look better? And they wonder, is it this training routine? Is it my rep scheme? Is it because I'm not eating enough protein? And let me just tell you, the answers are not, okay, with the protein. It's not like you got to hit that bullseye exactly. I know it seems like that, uh, but it's not. Yeah, that'll work, David. So David says, no, I was already a musician before the bodybuilding. So after earning my natural program for years, uh, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> I mean, it would take both of my passions and, and my, yeah. Okay. Well, good for you. 
See, a lot of times, like I said, you know, I, my job is whatever it takes to make you happy. All right. You know, if somebody is happy, they're happy. Now, the thing about a lot of times, there's things that that sometimes we'll find out later. And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we won't. One quick thing. Hey, I've got uh, an ultimate bundle package with you. I, I talked about the creatine a little bit early, an hour ago. Right? Uh, creatine monohydrate, uh, the melatonin, and the essential iron. Uh, no BS products or Manformation Labs, right? I've got an ultimate bundle package with these three products, and then you get two shirts. You see me wearing these when I'm working out, right? So you get uh, the sleeveless muscle shirt with the Manformation Lab logos. You have me right on your chest just like Superman logo, right? You have your choice in blue or black of the muscle high-quality uh, T-shirts, workout shirts, and then get a white T-shirt too. So you get the two shirts uh, the creatine monohydrate, the melatonin, the essential iron, Manformation Labs, go there, manformationlabs.com, and you get one special price in that ultimate bundle package. All right, guys, you guys make this so fun for me. It's been an hour and a half, all right? Seems like 20 minutes for me. Uh, come back again. Uh, I love doing this. As you can tell, I enjoy it. As long as we don't run out of things to say, I'll be back, all right? So remember, it's a struggle that makes you strong. It's always been that way. It will always be that way. All right. So as long as you, uh, you know that ahead of time, you create the event. I talked a lot about that mindset, about your imagination. You, what you believe to be true will be true for you. So choose empowering beliefs and choose empowering beliefs. All right. And uh, we'll go through this journey together. All right. Angelique. Nice. Thank you so much. And, uh, Sonny, I'm doing awesome. I hope you are, too. All right, guys. All right. So that's going to do it. Hey, join me for the 15 by 15 by 15 workouts for women home workout, 6 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. We'll be doing that live over on YouTube. Again, that's me moving and grooving, sweating, huffing and puffing, trying to count out those 15 reps and uh, motivation, personal development, mental toughness, conditioning for older men. All right. So that's going to uh, do it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dave. David, I didn't know you were listening to me. David says, uh, uh, always enjoyable listening to you. Well, thank you so much. All right. Have a great night. So that's going to do it for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. I'm so glad that you decided to listen to this podcast. Hey, make sure you visit my website at skiplacore.com. I've got videos, uh, more podcasts, blog posts, training routines, diets, everything now that you're a little bit old and you want to take your fitness to the next level and a whole lot more. Also, make sure that you join me for one of my live broadcasts on Facebook at Skip LaCour page and on YouTube at Skip LaCour. You can join me, see me, interact with me in the same manner, and it would be nice to have you over there too. If you are determined, you are determined, you're the type of man who does what it takes to get what he wants, and what he wants is to take his body, his fitness, his longevity to the next level. You know, you're successful with your family and your business, and you know you don't want to fool around. You don't want to wait until you're 60 years old to figure this all out when you have me as your coach, as your friend, as your virtual training partner. I want you to invest. Go there right now. SkipLacoreMembers.com front slash solutions. SkipLacoreMembers.com front slash solutions. That link is in the description of this podcast. 
It's the biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. It's a 12-module, 11-hour audio coaching experience. I work with men who are just like you. I have for years. I know how we think. I know the challenges. I know where you're at in this journey and what you're not getting quite right, what's overwhelming, what's frustrating, what's confusing you. So all I do is help men like you and me. It's fitness and more from our perspective now that we're a little bit older. And it's one continuous flow, training, nutrition, motivation, systems, lifestyle. It's all there. The biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. It's a 12-module, 11-hour audio coaching experience. It's just like us connecting here on this podcast, but I know the challenges and I answer them before you even think of them. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Here's the biggest bonus, and I'm doing this for a limited time, is when you invest in the biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. I'm going to give you a one-hour, one-on-one coaching session with you and me. So if you like this vibe, you like this feel, right, you want that one-on-one attention, I want to give it to you. All right, go to skippercorememories.com front slash solutions. You'll see it's an incredible opportunity with a minimal investment if you're the type of man who does what it takes to get what he wants. Again, thank you so much for listening to this Workouts for Older Men podcast. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.